So stop talking about Buck Cherry <laughs> for a second. Um, all right, this is uh, the Impact Music Festival recap show from uh, Bangor, Maine, Darling's Waterfront Pavilion. Beautiful spot. Sunday show. We had uh, media access for the Sunday portion of the festival. And this is the review with... Uh, Living the dream, regular Michael Cook. Welcome to the show, Mike. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so to re- review this festival, to be honest with you, I fucking love what they're doing at Darling's Waterfront. They got a lot of good accents. Like every summer, there's at least two or three like festival like setups for decent bands that they spend a decent amount of money on. Like, not necessarily too mainstream, but mainstream enough in the metal world. Like, there's enough. Mm. Like, it's hard to get metal here unless you want to go as far as Quebec, right? So, yeah. having something that close to Atlantic Canada, it's like a no-brainer. Well, yeah, for us, like, so we're in southern New Brunswick. It's only a two-hour drive for me to go to Bangor. Yeah. And, like, that's similar to going to Moncton. Maybe even shorter than for me to go to Moncton. Yeah. And... All depends on the airline. The the investment they're putting into this place is crazy. Like, um, they just did bathrooms. Like they got plumbing now oh, instead wow. of porta potties. Yeah, yeah. And so I went to check. This is the first time I've been there since the the bathrooms had been implemented, and I think it's only yeah. been there for like a week at, as of that point. And they have a lot of stalls and a lot of sinks yeah. and <laughs> jars with like gum and like butterscotch and like candies and shit they had like it was like a vip yeah Yeah. it was awesome it is awesome it was the treatment i don't know if it's like just hey we got a new bathroom this is what it's going to look like for a couple weeks or if they're going to keep it high class but i think well i think they're getting the numbers like you look at the bands that have been coming that i mean they had tool last year you know what i mean was it they fish was there this year you know what i mean like they're getting numbers in the you know what i mean the big numbers for big festivals and especially for this far up east i mean you might as well invest in it right make people feel like they have a good experience while they're there and they they do seem to be investing quite a bit like they're doing a lot of construction um it looks like they might be making it bigger i don't know if that's true but stage wise or area wise area wise like like behind the general admission lawn there's like excavators going full time i don't know if they're putting something there outside the venue yeah like before you get in or if they're just expanding but the festival setting was cool because there was three tiers of general admission so Mm -hmm. there was like pit which is huge Mm -hmm. second section general admission which is usually seated which was all general admission and it's like gravel and wide open and then the general admission lawn so like three price tiers which is awesome yeah like 
But isn't weren't the GA pit area cheaper? I don't know. I remember you sending me like the layout, and I thought the GA pit front like pit was. But I guess sure. you're also that might have been resale too. You you're also know. in mosh territory, so yeah. You know what I mean? There's like, definitely moshing going on. Yeah, and they have like uh, they had a I forget what it was called. It was like a VIP pit. So in the pit, there was another sectioned off pit for big spenders. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we got in that for Godsmack at the end of that night, and it was yeah pretty awesome, pretty close. Yeah. Well, uh, everything's close there, like because the the <clears throat> way the hill slants down, everything looks like you have a great vantage point for that. Well, the pit is like five four or five feet lower completely than the section behind it. Okay. It's like all those seats come in and then it has a drop off like dugout pit. Oh, okay. And that's kind of sloped towards the stage. The, yeah, so the pit's lower and if you go all the way back to the soundboard, like at the very back of the pit, yeah. you have a perfect viewpoint of everything. Like nice. it's not too far back, it's like perfect. Yeah, yeah. Perfect distance You're almost back. like eye level to the artist. And unless it's sold out, like even fish, I think was sold out, but at the back of the pit, there was all kinds of room, mm. which was awesome. So it's wide. Yeah, yeah, it is wide. And like the, the sound seems to be better than last year too. Like I, yeah. I found some of the shows were a little like lower volume, not quite yeah, yeah. up to par. So maybe they're investing in their PA too. And like a couple years ago, this may be actually it'd be over five years probably now when I saw Dave Matthews there and I was in the lawn general mission, yeah. the sound didn't travel good. It was yeah. low, like, real crappy but this year for fish in the lawn the sound was really good yeah so i don't know if that's improvements in the in the venue or what mm. but it's it's awesome mm. I'm, I'm loving it especially because it's so close and the capacity i think is around fifteen thousand, maybe oh, wow. yeah. and i mean if they're filling it like luke bryan was there last night yeah. I think and probably sold it out Chris Stapleton was sold out I guess they said there was barges on the river like watching the show yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean if they're selling things out that means they got capital to keep reinvesting yeah, yeah. and bring big acts in yeah, yeah. and it seems like they no, are like gross. in every genre yeah country gym, they're not, that's, the, that's the great thing about it is that they're not afraid they're not pigeonholed that's one other problem that we have here is that you're pigeonholed into specific genres and that's it because mm. nobody else bring numbers right so it's crazy that they're getting the numbers in like Bangor. It must be just like coming up from Boston. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not that far away, I guess. And yeah. like they're getting the population numbers. I mean, they. Well, yeah, what, you're only what three, four hours from Boston. Like three hours, yeah. That's nothing. I know. So people are traveling and they're filling yeah. that place. And that week that we were there for Impact, I think that that was two nights. There was a show two nights before Impact. I think. Like, <laughs> Train was right after two nights, mm. and then Brian Adams was two out nights after that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they've been having shows like every two nights. They have like the turnover time, it seems, uh, and yeah. then just another big fucking concert. Yeah, now my Facebook's full of Darling's Waterfront. Mm. And I mean, they they continue to post shit, and it looks like they're investing money into things every time you. Yeah, yeah. Every time you see it, like new things are like, like I said, the bathrooms, construction. I think they made the pit better. The seats mm. are getting better. I mean, it's awesome. And as far as lineup goes, um, so we were there for most of the big acts on that Sunday. And Beartooth was playing when we first got there, and they were like pretty heavy and pretty awesome, mm. actually. Um, Where would you put them in terms of a band that I would. 
like a band that's like them. Like them? I'm not yeah. really sure. They kind of sounded a little bit like Killswitch. Yeah. Like they had the heavy moments and like a good singer, which yeah, is yeah. good. Um, so it wasn't all the way guttural scream type not, metal? Not the entire time. And it wasn't like speed metal. Yeah, yeah. It got like sludgy. Melodic, yeah. And good. Yeah. Um, so they were pretty good. Um, and then, uh, uh, then the next band was Buck Cherry. I don't know if you've ever heard of Buck Cherry. But uh, I didn't... So I didn't have high expectations for Buck Cherry, obviously. Yeah. You know, just based on my personal taste, not nothing against Buck Cherry fans. Yeah. But uh, they opened with "Head Like a Hole" by Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Good start. Which was cool. Yeah. Like the music was good. Buddy's voice was was doing it. Yeah. It was doing it. It wasn't great. Was but like it's hard to hard to hard. do Trent Reznor. Yeah. Yeah. In any way, like. You can't, can't really replicate it. So if you put your own twist on it, it can be good, like a yeah. Miley Cyrus type. Yeah, and even when you're listening to a cover, you're not really focusing on the vocals anyway. You're right. more listening to how close they are to the actual yeah song. So the music. it was all right. I mean, I was. It made me hopeful for the set. Mm. Um, I love Nine Inch Nails, and it was it was cool, <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't. Uh, wasn't foreshadowing of the set, I guess. Is what I'm beating <laughs> around the bush to a say. Big nosedive after. Well, like I mean, a yeah, like, what's that song? Cocaine is that what it's called? Oh no. I'm assuming. Anyways, yes. he told us. I love the cocaine. He, he, yeah, he told the crowd <laughs> that he wrote that song after in five minutes after the first time he tried cocaine. Yeah. And I mean, there's that's no. That's, it's very apparent. Yeah. <laughs> Five minute song. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what's that other song they have? Oh, I don't know. Anything. Crazy bitch. Oh yeah. They played that. Crowd went hilariously wild. Bet you they did. <laughs> um, and they know that that's their only song. Yeah, yeah. Because they ended with it, and he goes, "We got one more song for you guys. What do you want to hear?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the crowd's yeah. like, "Oh." I guess Crazy Bitch again. I was like another Nine Inch Nails cover. Yeah, yeah. But they played Crazy Bitch and it was hilarious. Twice. <laughs> no, they played it once. Oh, thank God. <laughs> no, they played Cocaine earlier. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then they played Crazy Bitch. I thought they played Crazy Bitch and then they came out for an encore and they said, "What oh, song you want to Awesome. That would have been awesome. No, they didn't do encores. Oh man, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, do you think they got their name from like Chuck Berry and just went Buck Cherry? Maybe. I just thought of that right now. I, I had to throw it down. Oh, no, they're garbage. It's, yeah. it's insulting to Chuck Berry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so then uh, All That Remains came on. They're yeah. they're pretty heavy. I don't know if I was into it. Yeah. I can't really remember. If it wasn't memorable that short a time. Yeah. Like it, well, when you're... Actually, when you're, okay. No, I'm looking at the lineup. But I don't think All That Remains was on then. I think I missed okay. them. Because that's why I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, because I think Killswitch was next, and that's yeah. what... Um, Killswitch was good. Yeah. Their singer's really good. Yeah. And, like, they're tight. And their mainstream stuff isn't even close to as good as their non-well-known yeah. stuff. catalog stuff. They got, like... Uh, they got some 7-8 timing yeah, and yeah. shit that gets real heavy and real good. Yeah, yeah. If you like that, you know what I mean? Definitely. And there's some screaming, but... Like, some... <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
but a lot of well like and... a lot of singing yeah, yeah. and like powerful singing and, yeah and good lyrics yeah i don't know if you listen to kill switch i've heard a few songs over the years um, not that regular but a lot of uh like depression based lyrics mm-hmm. suicide stuff yeah um pretty pretty good lyrics a couple times i think i got chills i don't know like if it was just in the moment or yeah, yeah. like the the music was tight and quality with some lyrics and that sometimes that'll get you mm. especially when you're hearing it for the first time for sure and i can't think of one well, especially if you're paying attention paying attention has a lot to do with how emotive you get after listening to the song if you're yeah if you're kind of listen into it and then you start listening to what they're saying you know what i mean it helps to impact that he had a lyric where he was like miming slitting his wrist yeah. something about like i wish i could remember the lyric but it was it was cool it was a yeah. cool lyric um if I think of it, maybe I'll splice it into the episode because it was yeah. it was something pretty cool that I remember like taking a moment and turning to Hillary and saying, "That's a cool lyric," and yeah. saying it. The real reason I went was for the final two bands, yeah, yeah. which was Evanescence and Godsmack. Godsmack. So which was it? Was it Evanescence first, then Godsmack? Yeah. So the closer? Yeah. yeah. So Evanescence started, and when they, as they were getting ready to start, a huge 
fucking lightning storm was passing (laughs) to the side of us and behind us. And I was like, oh, for Christ's sake. I drove down here for two (laughs) bands and they're going to get canceled. Yeah, yeah. And it started raining and I was like, yeah, we're about to get hit. And luckily we didn't and it was awesome. There's some cool, like, cool sun. It was right around sunset too. So it was like some cool storm sunset pictures. Nice, yeah. And yeah, it went right behind us luckily and just rain for evanescence, which kind of was perfectly suiting, yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And such a gothic very, atmosphere, very yeah. Yeah. And like man, her voice is crazy. Yeah, she's amazing. I I wanna say she was always like a Amy Lee was always a guilty pleasure, but oh, like yeah. I think I listened to them more than just a guilty pleasure. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. The fallen um, album I was obsessed with. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. And I haven't listened to really much of anything since that album because you I found should. That she got really commercial. So, on the way down, um, they're my favorite. They're my sister's favorite band. Mm-hmm. So, before I left, we were talking about it, and she was like, "They just did a tour with an orchestra, mm-hmm. full strings sort of, and yeah. everything, and their new album was all written around it, and like they remade some of their old songs." Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, I heard she did redid. Uh, um, What's the name of that song? Not My Immortal, but... Uh, Bring Me to Life. Bring Me to Life. Yeah. Because uh, originally they forced her to have a guy sing on the track for the movie. Oh, like... Okay. So, like, the only way that they were going to sign off on her doing that track for Daredevil back back when was that if she brought in a male singer to, to Do sing that backup. Because that's what alt metal was then, right? You always had this guy kind of rap, rap-ish, yeah. whatever. So they're like, the only I can't one... wake up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, the song was me. never written around that guy's part. They just threw it in there to make it fit this right this movie deal that they were going to get out of it. Huh. So the rewriting of that song, because I watched a few interviews about lately, and the whole rewrite was based on her being happily being able to um, play the song how it was intended to be played originally, or written to be played. That's so pretty cool. That's really cool. Yeah. So that's cool to know because. It's it's hard to sing that song without that part now yeah, yeah. because that's how you learned it, right? it. Yeah, it's well, part of the song. It's part of what made you hear Evanescence, right? Because right. that song skyrocketed. But so the new versions, she gets like almost dubby and like real electro pop. Oh, really? In some parts and like yeah, yeah. real heavy, but with strings, so like heavy strings. Yeah, yeah. and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> so on the drive down, yeah, I was talking to Hillary about it, and she's a huge Evanescence fan. Mm. And I was like, let's throw the, the new album on and just check it out. Like, it's got strings. It'd be cool if they had strings, which they obviously didn't. Yeah. But uh, put those songs on, and we were looking at each other, and you could Gels, see the yeah. goosebumps on both of our arms. Yeah, like, yeah. Because it was so awesome. <laughs> yeah. And her voice was so awesome. And just, like, yeah. that powerful voice that she has, and it right? Tra- did it trans- because I know a lot of artists have a hard time translating their vo- vocals from studio to live right so this is what's weird and i i don't know if this is if this is going to make scientific sense but live her voice is fucking awesome Mm -hmm. hit every note just resonating through the whole place Mm -hmm. and like powerful over top of everything but then we watched some videos of what we took Mm -hmm. like our own videos and they sound a little off and i was like is her voice so powerful and crazy frequency that phones don't pick up (laughs) those like highs and lows that she's singing i would imagine and i I think about this is that science like 
how much can recordings take versus how much a person singing to the tones of, of the music and the actual, you know what I mean? Right. Like what's, what's coming out is that it sounds pitch perfect there, but when you're playing it through a recorder that's recording maybe a third of what's actually being projected out right that it's hard to translate that right isn't that weird it is very weird do you think that's a possible truth oh yeah like we we snapchatted each other during the concert yeah. like some of the the videos yeah. and when we got to the car like an hour later <laughs> listened to them and they sounded different yeah but like live was perfect yeah. it was fucking like really awesome and I was like fanboying over yeah, yeah. Amy Lee, but it was fucking cool. <laughs> and like, to, man. and some of their songs were like heavy. Yeah, some of the new stuff that I didn't recognize was fucking heavy. <clears throat> like they chugged a bit in some stuff. Yeah, and yeah. like got like I said, even like electronic, a little little dubby. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. like real yeah. cool shit. <laughs> and like, I mean, that still sounds relevant. Like it, it made me want to listen to them again because yeah. it sounded fucking cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a modern modernized their sound a little bit too. It's not just a yeah. nostalgia thing anymore. Yeah. It's something that's current. Yeah, especially that new album with the strings and stuff. Because yeah. I love strings, and Me too. I mean that just that hits your soul when you yeah, hear yeah. that shit, especially done right. Yeah. So that was a pleasant surprise. That was cool.
then between them and Godsmack, we met up with, or I met up with some uh, huge Evanescence fans yeah. that paid like $500 for these VIP pit tickets just yeah, to yeah. see Evanescence and they were leaving. They were taken off right? before Godsmack. <laughs> and I, we were talking about the show and they're like, that was awesome. Like, we, that's why we came. And like, yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, are you pumped for a Godsmack? They're like, well, we're actually leaving, two of them. And I was like, all right, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's early. I mean, the the venue closes at like 10 or 10 30 yeah so like i mean it's not that late you yeah. can stick around for another band <laughs> sit down or something yeah they're like do you want our do you want our vip bracelets and i was like fuck uh, yeah ten. yeah for sure <laughs> and so we took those and we went yeah. right up like real close yeah. like too close for what happened during the show yeah they had godsmack had i guess you'll call it pyrotechnics <laughs> but it was like not really fire it was like you know those stupid fireworks that it's just a yeah. and there's no lights or nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. looks just looks just like a, a bang, a, a, like a an instant, like a crack, like a firecracker, like a split second black hole shows up and it just blows up. Yeah, a gunshot in the sky. Yeah, they had those during the show, <laughs> real loud. Yeah. And so when we were up, not expecting it. So I took uh, earplugs yeah. just in case because it's a metal show and yeah, sometimes yeah. that shit can get like uncomfortably loud that yeah, you can't yeah. enjoy the music. Like I saw, <clears throat> I saw Metallica at Foxborough mm. and it was, I didn't have earplugs and it was so loud that I couldn't enjoy my favorite Metallica songs because mm. it was piercing my ears yeah. to the point of like, I, I, I was yeah, hurt. It hurt. Yeah. And I like went and found a napkin, yeah. balled it up <laughs> and put it in my ears to enjoy Metallica. Yeah. So ever since then, I usually take earplugs just in case. Yeah. And when we got up close for Godsmack, I put them in. And with earplugs in, that fucking gunshot yeah. pyrotechnic thing that they did. Rang your ears for the rest of the show. Rang my ears for the rest of the show. <laughs> scared the shit out of me. I jumped like I was getting fucking massacred, man. Yeah. It sounded like I got shot. It yeah. felt like I got shot. I, I felt the a shot go through my body. And I like I jumped up with my hands, man. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> I felt like an idiot, but yeah. also that's too loud. Too loud, yeah. Like way too loud <laughs> with earplugs. Yeah. It, I wonder if it would have been a little bit better if you were by the soundboard. I don't know, man. That pissed me off. It took it pissed me off so that I like it lost me for a couple songs where I'd like I really? couldn't stop thinking about how unnecessary that was. <laughs> and knowing that it was gonna yeah. happen again. Did it come on like an expected portion of the song or was yeah, it well placed? Yeah, it could have been. Incorrectly it was like okay placed yeah. for like maybe fire to shoot up. Yeah. But not to overtake. It was so loud that it took the music away. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. couldn't, it didn't fit that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like right on a snare beat and like yeah. short and sweet. It deafened everything. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking dumb. Yeah. So I hated that. <laughs> I loved Godsmack. Like, yeah. it was... It took me back. Like, I haven't listened to Godsmack since fucking high school, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like... And I think only a couple songs since then that really caught my attention that I... Like, uh... Sex Pain... What's that song called? No idea. Something Hate, Sex, and Pain. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that song came out since I... Yeah, stop listening to them. I stopped listening right. to them right around when that uh, they made that song for the Scorpion King movie. Was it awesome? Or did it take you out of it? It kind of took me out of it. Oh, okay, 
But it, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't great. Mm. But it was like right after Wake and how big they blew up after that album. Fuck and then, yeah, you know what I mean. But that's the stuff I was there for, and they played Definitely. a lot of it. Yeah, um, they didn't play Vampires. No. Which like, <laughs> why what not? are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you playing? Career? Yeah, you have a song like that. Holy fuck! I, yeah. And I mean, they didn't play it the whole show, so I was like, all right, well, they're gonna end with it. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, this is their last song, and I don't even know what they played at the end. Really? They'd already played <laughs> "Awake" and fucking yeah. "Go Away" or whatever the yeah, fuck yeah. that song's called. I don't even know any of the names of their songs. I just like I like when they're heavy and I like when they're fucking good. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't play vampires. Yeah. Is that like I don't follow them. I don't follow them enough to say. Is that, that something they don't play? It's, it's and a, why don't they play it? Yeah, I don't know, man. That's, That's a, a fucking sick song. Amazing song. Few creatures of the night have captured our imagination like vampires. What explains our enduring fascination with vampires? Sexual lust, power, and control. Or is it a fascination with the immortality of the undead? And what dark and hidden parts of our psyche are aroused and captivated by the legends of the undead? By the legends of the undead? By the legends of the undead?
Few creatures of the night have captured our imagination like vampires. What explains our enduring fascination with vampires? And what dark and hidden parts of our psyche are aroused and captivated by the legends of the undead? By the legends of the undead. Do you play voodoo? Uh, play it for me. What's it, what's it sound like? It's very, like, probably. It's, I don't know names. It's of very songs. much like um, tribal, a lot of a lot of bongo drum beats, like very. Uh, probably they did a drum off where Solly got on his own set of drums, mm-hmm. and they brought them out and they were on their own like remote controlled drum stands. Okay, like, yeah. like rises. I didn't know he was a drummer. He's fucking sick at drumming, man. Yeah. He brought the bongos out first, did a bongo solo, and then he had his own kit. Yeah. That came out for him too, and he fucking just, just like drum it. battle back and forth. This is it. Right here. <clears throat> I know you know the song. That's pretty sick. <laughs> so sick. Look up the set list just to see. Yeah. Because I don't remember that. Well, the, the big track off of uh, the album Before Awake. God, smack. Set list. Bangor. Set list FM kicks ass. I, will, I live on it. Me too. <laughs> July 28th at Impact. <clears throat> now they didn't. No. No. I Stand Alone was the so last no, they song didn't that they played. It. Also, I Stand Alone was the song that they did for... That movie? For that movie. So that's the one that you <laughs> hated? The one that kind yeah. Of... So, thank, actually, thank God they played it. Yeah. Because... When they started it, we left. Oh, really? So we yeah. got to we got to peace early, and beat the fifteen thousand people. Yeah, yeah. Get to our car and got on the bridge, out. Yeah. And when we like looked back, it was like traffic jam. Yeah. So I mean, perfect time. We drove yeah. back that night too, so I had yeah, a yeah. two and a half hour drive back, yeah. and I didn't want to be waiting extra time. You know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah. we didn't get home till like two a.m. Mm-hmm. So that was. Which is actually sweet, like, to be able to do a down-and-back trip yeah. for shows now, too. Like, with, when they're bringing in acts that you want to yeah, see. And, because, I mean, when when they're selling out these festivals, um, hotel and motel prices are going up, like, five-fold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, well, I, what do we have to pay in tool, for Tool? Like, I don't remember. It was, like, double the cost, and it was on the other side of Bangor. Fish was, like... For two nights, five hundred and fifty American dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. At like a Motel Six or something, or <laughs> yeah. Big Eight or whatever they're fucking called. Yeah, Super Eight. So I mean, like, if you don't, it almost be smart to just like book a room for every single night of the summer. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like for real, <laughs> just cancel twenty four hours before. Yeah, book them up <laughs> so that before any concerts are announced, yeah, and then yeah. when a big concert gets announced, everything goes up by fucking four hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. And then just be like, go on, whatever. Craigslist or something. <laughs> sell your. So can you sell room. your rooms on hotels? No, because you need to have your credit card. And I'll, I'll go now. <laughs> yeah, I'll meet you there. I'll meet you there. Give me an extra hundred bucks. Yeah, true. Now that's my new yeah. business. <laughs> Hotel. Hotel resale broker. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like my own hotwire. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, 
festival was cool. I heard that uh, the first day was awesome, like Five Finger Death Punch and mm. like Clutch and some other pretty yeah, cool bands. Clutch like, would be awesome too. Yeah, that would be cool. So, I mean, a couple of friends were there and they were, like I saw videos of crowd surfing and mm. everybody's crowd surfing. Yeah. And it seemed welcomed, which is cool. I've yeah. seen like... I was going to ask, like, what was security like? Uh, so, usually when you crowd surf, you get taken right to the front mm-hmm. and then security was just heavy there to grab people and take them down and as people were like walking out from being crowd surfing like darlings was there taking their picture and stuff oh really yeah like it, was, <laughs> it, it was welcome it was yeah. awesome nice so i think they they played they leaned into the concert real well and it, yeah it was awesome and i'm i'm pretty stoked about it because well just it shows an appreciation for the fans and obviously if you give that appreciation to them and some expectation that you let them have fun as long as they're not getting out of control right then you know what i mean like yep. mitigated chaos yeah is a better alternative because then you give per- a person an experience rather than like yeah take them right out of it oh security was everywhere you couldn't fucking move you know what i mean like it's it takes you out of the experience for sure yeah yeah they're awesome and i mean they got free water there now mm. you can bring your own water bottles in oh nice which is awesome yeah um and it shows that there's like this summer has shown that there's no artist off limits. Yeah. Which is amazing. Awesome. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, it is. I don't yeah. know. There's nothing more I can say about I that. I see Radiohead on the pavilion. I mean, Radiohead could easily be there. I know. Fish was there for two nights. That's what I mean. I mean... Yeah. That's that's Radiohead for one. Yeah. <laughs> In terms of cost. Yeah, it really yeah. is. I mean, it's... I think the numbers are similar to an arena. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, bring him in. Okay. If the ticket price has to be higher, people are going to pay it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I paid over 100 for a night of fish. Mm. I mean, and so did fifteen to 30,000 other people. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it's it's coming, I think. Yeah. They go on tour again, I think. it As long as they're doing summer tour, because yeah. I, mean, I don't know how late the waterfront's staying open. Mm. But... Do they do winter shows at all? I don't think. No. I think they shut down in after fall. Yeah. Late October. I don't know how late we saw or how early we saw. Tool was like May, wasn't yeah. it? It was kinda of chilly. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what they run, but it's cool. Yeah, May's not a bad time of year. Future mm-hmm. is promising. Pretty like sweet. Alright. That's enough for this. Go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at livinthedream506, but most importantly, keep listening and let me know what you think. This episode of Living the Dream is brought to you by AMW Group. AMW has the right tools to help you build your music career one step at a time. 
Get your song to the audience it deserves with AMW's Spotify playlist promotion service and work with AMW's experts to get your music heard. Check out their services by visiting bit.ly slash livingthedream10 and get a special 10% discount to their music promotion services by using coupon code AMW10.